Russia has thrown hundreds of thousands of troops into its war in Ukraine and suffered immense casualties. Some of those personnel are drawn from Russia's prisons, both officially and through a private military company called the Wagner Group. With the support of the Pulitzer Center, special correspondent Simon Ostrovsky and videographer Yegor Troyanovsky traveled to a Ukrainian prisoner of war camp. They met with men faced with a stark choice, prison or the front lines. This is Artyom. Three months ago, he was serving a nine-year sentence for murder in a Russian penal colony. Now, he's calling his mother to tell her he's no longer a convict. He's a prisoner of war. Hello, mom. Hi. Hello? It's me. Listen, everything is okay. Don't worry, I'm okay. Basically, I've been captured in Ukraine. Understand? But how? It's war. That's what happens. Are you being fed? Everything's okay. There's food. Are they hurting you? No. The surprising thing is, the people in Ukraine are okay. He's not alone. Artyom, whose name we've changed, is one of tens of thousands of convicts who've been taken from prisons in Russia since June and thrown into the meat grinder that is the front line of the war in Ukraine. As he waited in line to use the phone, he told us he had three years of his prison sentence left and was recruited with a promise of freedom and good pay. These military guys show up in full uniform and say, here's how it is. You fight for half a year. If you're alive and well, you get a full pardon. 100,000 rubles per month. Yes or no? I say yes. I figure I can fight for half a year. Almost immediately, he was transported to an airfield by prison bus and flown to Russian-occupied areas of Ukraine, where he received about a month of training. Then, he was ordered to storm a village. They point to some coordinates and tell the commander, go there, take the positions and fight. That's it. So we go, we get there, they're shooting. Everything is brutal, like war, real brutal. After securing a foothold in the village, the convicts were ordered to retreat and were replaced by a different group of soldiers. Although we weren't able to independently verify Artyom's account, it corresponds to assessments of how Russia is using convicts as expendable fighters thrown at the enemy in human waves. For many of the convicts being held here, the path from a Russian prison to a Ukrainian prisoner of war camp is very short because the Russian military uses the convicts as storm troops and the casualty rate is very high and so is the rate of capture. This man was recruited from a prison in the occupied Donetsk region of Ukraine and was told he'd merely be used to dig trenches and carry the wounded. Then when we arrived for our rotation, there weren't enough people, and we were forced into a wave. Our APC was hit, and we all jumped into the trenches, and they just threw a bunch of grenades at us. I lost consciousness. I don't remember anything else. When he came to, his leg was gone, and he was a prisoner of war. But the vast majority of prisoners turned fighters have been recruited by this man, Yevgeny Prigozhin, the owner of Russia's foremost military contractor, the Wagner Group. We're very scrupulous about those who are convicted of sexual crimes, but we understand that sometimes people make mistakes. Who do we want? We are looking for stormtroops only. Last summer, Prigozhin, who's an ex-con himself, started visiting prisons around Russia to offer convicts a chance at freedom if they joined his ranks. 
and he didn't mince his words. The biggest sin is desertion. No reverse, not one step back. No one gives themselves up. In training, you'll be told about the two grenades you have to use when you get captured. Evgeny Prigozhin flew into our prison and talked to the prisoners. There were 560 people. 220 agreed to sign a contract with the Wagner Group and participate in the special military operation. This prisoner had eight years left to serve on a sentence for attempting to sell two kilograms of narcotics when he signed a contract with the Wagner Group. After training for seven weeks, he fought just one battle. On January 2nd, we were given orders to advance 500 meters to the tree line. There were 10 of us. As we advanced, we were engaged. We had only advanced about 70 meters. Eight of us were killed. The commander who was wounded crawled back to our lines and I ended up being captured. Now his greatest fear is being traded to Russia and getting thrown back into battle. Because I signed a contract, I've still got two months left, according to the contract. NewsHour had to agree not to show guards' faces or disclose the location of the POW camp to gain access. The prison is regularly monitored by international observers and appears to be run as a model facility. The POWs we spoke with told us they were giving interviews of their own free will, and while we can't be certain they weren't under duress, some of their responses were even defiant. When they came to see us, they said that they were from a private military contractor. They said they could help us get out of prison early, wash our guilt away with blood, so to speak. I decided that I was needed not only by my family, but by my country. So whatever I'm ordered to do, sorry, but as a soldier, I'm required to carry it out. A Russian person must defend their country. Olga Romanova is the director of Russia Behind Bars, a prisoner rights group with extensive sources in the Russian penitentiary system. She told me Wagner alone had recruited as many as 50,000 prisoners to fight in Ukraine as of February of this year. Since February 1st, the defense ministry has started recruiting from the same prisons as Wagner. They offer a full pardon after half a year, same as Wagner, $140 a day. $50,000 for an injury leading to a handicap, and $80,000 in case of death. What's the social effect that this is having in Russia, given the fact that the people aren't, that the prisoners aren't serving their full terms? How is that affecting um, their victims or the families of the victims of the convicts? They could still recruit 150 to 200,000 prisoners in addition to the 50,000 they've already signed up easily. And how has Russian society reacted? No one is sorry. Everyone prefers it to be the prisoners rather than their own sons and husbands, naturally. So this policy is very popular. For former prisoners, life as a POW isn't as big an adjustment as it is for ordinary soldiers who are unfamiliar with the strict regime of a secure facility. This is a prison facility. If you don't break the rules, everything's all right. We just got here yesterday, and I haven't seen anything really bad yet. The biggest question for them is whether they'll end up back in prison in Russia or back on the front lines of Ukraine or as free men. For now, the only thing they're certain of is that they've managed to survive this far.
for the PBS NewsHour, I'm Simon Ostrovsky in Western Ukraine.